You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome to my dad's home defense radio show. You're going to love it. All right, folks. This is Skip Coriel at the Home Defense Radio Show. As my daughter Amethyst just uh, pointed out to you, she's five years old. I think she has a, a brilliant, successful future ahead of her in radio broadcasting, perhaps, or maybe even television. Regardless, hey, I love her. Okay, I think I want to start out with some personal stuff. Fall is super, super busy for me. Here we're, uh, you know, we grow our own food here. We got a huge family garden out here. This year we had uh, a whole bunch of potatoes, red potatoes, white potatoes, sweet potatoes. We had sweet corn, squash, pumpkin, tomatoes. Oh, man, just all kinds of stuff. And I worked my butt off all summer long growing all that stuff, weed and rototilling, all that good, fun stuff. And, of course, now that it's all ready to, to eat, that's when the work starts. And, you know, I told you later on, we're going to be going ahead and we're going to be talking about protecting your family against hunger as, as well as bad guys. So, we'll, you know, in a different show, we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about what I do with all this food. You know, I did a lot of canning, dehydrating, freezing, man, you name it, I did it. But uh, I enjoy it, oddly enough, and it keeps us in good food. My, oh, my seven-year-old Phoenix... He's got uh, gl- gluten, soy, dairy, allergies, anything, any food that's processed, anything that's pre- pre-made, anything with artificial dyes, colors, anything like that. He just can't eat it or he gets sick. So that means that I've got to pretty much grow all our own fruits and vegetables, which we do. And then if we want meat, we just got to go out and kill it ourselves and Boy, that's what I'm doing now, and I, that's probably some of the more fun work that I do. I uh, went out hunting today. I've been hunting for about almost a month and a half now, and no luck, no good luck anyways. But, hey, next week is opening day of gun season, and all those deer that didn't come close enough to me when I was with my crossbow, they're going to come close enough for my shotgun. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some deer in freezer wrap next week. I, I can just feel it coming on. All right. Now, hey, let's talk about the election. Last week, as you recall, we talked to Mark Walters from Armed American Radio, and he made some predictions about how the election was gonna go, and wow, lo and behold, Mark Walters was right. I, and I, I remember doubting him. I, I agreed that that's what I wanted. I I didn't want Hillary Clinton, the anti-gun maniac, to be our president. But I just didn't have the same hope in the American electorate that Mark did. And it turns out Mark was right and Skip was wrong. So, hey, Mark, I, I apologize. And uh, I'm I'm just happy. I'm just thrilled beyond repair that uh, Donald Trump is, is our president now, be, our president-elect, anyways. He will be our president. Because I know he's going to at least not further restrict our Second Amendment rights. So I'm pleased with that. What we did was, 
here at the Coriel home, we don't have a television. I mean, we have a television, but all we do is watch videos on it uh, for the kids and training videos and things like that. So we wanted to watch the election returns. So I, I rented a motel room, and we had a party. We had an election party with me and Sarah and the three little ones, and we took them to the pool, and they had a great time. And, boy, from like 8 p.m. to 4 a.m., I was up all night long just watching the election returns. And, man, I tell you, I was on pins and needles the whole time. And it was just great and fun, you know, aside from all the stress. It was fantastic. And I'm very, very pleased uh, the way that it went. And I was just, I was thinking... You know, why in, why did Trump win? Because, like, it's like hardly anyone knew or thought that, that he would win. And I think part of it is, and when I think back on how I felt, we're talking about feelings here, I felt, I was just so angry over the last eight years of Obama and his minions. I've been watching our, our rights erode, erode away. I've been watching him force people uh, under penalty of law to buy certain products, um, to do certain things, and I just did not like it one iota. The economy uh, just still sucks. And, you know, going in further and further into debt. And I, I just, I've been getting angry for the last eight years. And uh, thank God that, you know, I was able to keep that under control because, uh, primarily because of my, my Christian faith. Uh, ultimately, I know that God is in control, not Barack Obama. So that, that was how I got through it. It helps to have, you know, a wife that loves you and kids and, and all that stuff. So, but I just, I was it confirmed to me that I wasn't the only one who was angry, fed up, and just sick and tired of all this liberal social justice crap. I mean, for the last eight years, uh, Barack Obama has been, and all the, the, the media uh, have been calling me. Uh, a bigoted, homophobe, racist. It's like, wow, you know, what, what, what's a, a white boy to do these days? I just can't cut a break anywhere. I don't even have to open my mouth and say anything. And I'm, I'm a racist just because I'm white. Uh, I'm a homophobe just because I'm a heterosexual. And it's just, it was driving me crazy because I knew I, I couldn't win. And I was just at the end of my rope. So I'm just so happy that things turned out the way that they did. I feel like I can actually talk again and like there's hope. You know, I, I really do. I mean, I understand that, yeah, Donald Trump, he's, he's pretty flawed. I mean, that was pretty obvious throughout the whole election, uh, the whole cycle. That yeah, Donald Trump's got some flaws. He's he's got a little bit of uh, hubris there going for him, and pretty much if he's thinking it, he's saying it. He doesn't have a big filter on his mouth. But you know, I found that so refreshing because um, you know I I found myself believing what 
what he was saying. I knew what he was saying was what he was really thinking. And with politicians, because Donald Trump is not a politician, with politicians, you can't believe a word that they're saying. And so I found that very refreshing. And to me, that was a positive even though with, uh, you know, the establishment Republicans and Democrats and the media, academia, all of them, you know, were saying, oh, that's a terrible thing. He's going to start World War III because he said the wrong thing. And I'm thinking, you know, what, Vladimir Putin is going to nuke us because, you know, Trump insulted him? I, I don't think that's the way that it works. But it's been, uh, it's over now. At least for now, it's over, and I'm very, very glad of, of that. But the most important thing, I think, for us Second Amendment folks is it's real important that we realize we dodged a major bullet uh, this election cycle. Hillary Clinton, she was going to nominate at least two Supreme Court justices, uh, like Mark was telling us about last week. They were going to revisit the Heller versus D.C. case and Chicago versus McDonald case, and they were going to basically take away our Second Amendment rights. And they may have done it incrementally a little bit, or maybe uh, all at once. I don't know. When I was listening to all the the post-game analysis, uh, if you want to call it that, they, they were talking about the dem- different demographics, you know, how did Trump win? How did he do this fantastic feat, this impossible thing? Because... We weren't supposed to be able to win this fight because Hillary Clinton was just so intelligent. I'm the smartest woman in the world, right? And, you know, she had the media with her, um, academia. I mean, just everything was going for her, all the money. And Trump basically, you know, all he had was the the white working class. And I got to thinking about that and go, wow, you know. I'm, I'm white, uh, you know, I work, but I'm not really blue collar. Uh, I have a college degree and been uh, white collar for most of my adult life. But, you know, what is it about the blue collar workers, you know, the working class men and women with just a high school diploma were able to figure out that we needed Donald Trump and that he should be the president instead of Hillary Clinton, the smartest woman in the world. And then it occurred to me, well, just because they don't have a formal education doesn't mean they're stupid. All it means is they haven't been indoctrinated yet by academia, by, by college professors. And I think that's an advantage. It really is um, because their common sense hasn't been stripped away. You know, some of the most intelligent uh, stuff that I've heard has come from small children who are not educated and from people like my, my grandma and my grandpa who maybe had a uh, high school diploma, but probably not. They just had good old-fashioned country common sense. And I think that is really lacking in America today. We we have all been indoctrinated by first the, uh, you know, the secondary school system, 
And then in college, they get you for another four years. But these factory workers, these truck drivers, you know, you know, moms that stay at home, um, they have not been indoctrinated. They don't know that they're supposed to vote for Hillary Clinton simply because she's better than us. Um, and boy, I just really enjoyed that, figuring that out. And it's kind of uh, refreshing to see someone stand up to the establishment like Donald Trump. I mean, the guy's got attitude, and I just, I enjoyed that. When he was debating Hillary Clinton, I wanted him to kick her ass. And boy, you know, that's not like me. I'm not a violent man, but I just wanted him to to take her to town, and he did. And he beat all the odds, and he beat all the smartest people in the world. And thank God that he did, because now we have a Supreme Court that will protect and defend our Second Amendment. Or we will. At least we will have that. We don't have to worry about all these things now. Well, hey, but we have to stay ever vigilant. And when we come back... At this next segment, we're going to be with Matt Kenobi from Matt Kenobi and Associates. And Matt is going to be talking for three segments on home and personal defense, all kinds of things that we need to do, skills we need, uh, hardware that we need. It's going to be a good show. I'll stop rambling now, and we will be right back. My name is Steve Coriel. Welcome to the Home Defense Show with my dad, Skip Coriel. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out and, when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF, a nonprofit organization, is nationally recognized not only as a watchdog, but many in the government as well as those involved in legal cases have also called the USJF a bulldog for the tenacious approach in their presentation and proof of what is right. Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. This is Lawyer Liz. Join me each week as we discuss drones, the Internet of Things, and all the technology in between. It's Buzz Off with Lawyer Liz, Wednesdays at 2. With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Okay, folks, this is Skip Coriel, host of the Home Defense Show. We are uh, back right at you here. We have a special guest with us today. You know, the name of our show is the Home Defense Show, and we've got an expert on home defense. We have uh, Matt Canovi from Missouri. Welcome, Matt. 
Skip, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, hey, uh, Matt, um, why don't we start out? Well, obviously, uh, you know, I, uh, I'm your publisher for Secrets of, for Real Secrets of Public Personal Defense. We have known each other since, oh, gosh, way back in, like, 2007, I think. Um, but uh, you're a fantastic guy, and I, I think my uh, listeners would benefit by knowing some personal things about you, you know, maybe your family, uh, and then we can segue into into business stuff. So uh, tell us a little bit uh, about all things Matt Kenobi. Well, it's good. Thanks so much. And I'm a daddy, a husband. I've got three great kids, and I grew up in the St. Louis area, and I moved down to the Springfield, Missouri area, where I now reside. And I've been down here since about 2005. Uh, we've acclimated very comfortably. It's a great little area here. And other than that, I've got a deep passion to help people. And this stems from I was in police work most of my adult life, from 1976 all the way up till, oh, heck, I just got out of, I've been in several different aspects of law enforcement, but all, quote, law enforcement, unquote, all the way up till about 2010. And I'm still a police trainer, so I guess I still got my finger in the pie. And when I first became a policeman, it was because I always, uh, I, I hated bullies and people who took advantage of other people. And so I got into police work to stop that. And I still carry that same mentality now, and that's one of the reasons why I wrote the book with you, The Real Secrets of Home and Personal Defense. Yeah, well, that's certainly, that book empowers regular citizens, you know. You, you know you've got a strong law enforcement background, but, you know, to defend yourself uh, against the average bully, and which basically criminals, they, they are bullies by, by definition, you know, you don't have to be a, a cop to do that, and just an everyday guy can do that as well. But, you know, I remember, the, I think the first time we met, wasn't it down, uh, it was in Missouri, in your, your home stomping grounds down there, and didn't your family and my family, we went to Bass Pro Shops, and we had the most fantastic, uh, gorgeous dinner there. Am I remembering correctly? Yeah, yeah, we went up to the Hemingway's restaurant at Bass Pro Shop headquarters here in Springfield, and uh, they they got a great buffet, great time, great atmosphere, and of course Bass Pro is just something to see. So it was a a good a good experience for the site, also for the belly. So it worked out great. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I remember uh, your wife hit it off great with with my wife. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, um, uh, are you guys uh, homeschoolers, your family? Yeah, we are. We've been homeschoolers since I was over in Bosnia. I was an international police trainer with the International Police Task Force back in, well, for about 20 months from 2001 to 2000, to December 2002. And I brought my wife and kids over there. Things had calmed down, so it was pretty safe. 
So I brought them over, and my wife started homeschooling there and just stayed with it and still is a homeschooler as we speak. Wow. Well, you know, you you don't uh, you don't know this, but okay, your, your wife's name is it's Angie, is that correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, yeah, Angie doesn't know this, but she inspired uh, my wife Sarah to to homeschool. We we back then, um, boy, we I think we just had one child back then, but uh, you know, Sarah was inspired by by your wife because she's just a very competent, capable woman. And Sarah ended up, she, she had a very high-paying electrical engineering job. She decided after our second child that she would quit um, her high-paying engineering job and stay home and, um, you know, teach our children. We have three kids now. We have a 5-year-old girl, 7-year-old boy, and a, and a 10-year-old boy. And she is just uh, homeschooling, you know, really getting into that. So we have uh, the Kenobi family to, to thank for that. So thank you very much, uh, Matt and Angie Kenobi. We appreciate that. Well, I, I appreciate that, and i got to give all credit to my wife for raising my kids. She's the brains behind the outfit. Believe me, I'm the brawn. She's the brains. Well, hey, well, they're both important, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it, yeah. Takes one plus one to equal two, so she's the one and I'm the other one. Oh, absolutely. Well, okay, Matt. Let's uh, let's talk. Um, by the time we air, just for the next uh, oh five or so minutes, um, you know, we're recording this on a Monday. The show airs on a Friday at noon, and sandwiched in between Monday and Friday, we've got Tuesday, which is a pretty big day. Um, for this uh, for this country, um, you know, I'd, uh, I'm excited about voting tomorrow for a new president, and I'm just hearing all kinds of stuff, and no one seems to know uh, what's going to happen. But I'm just wondering now, uh, what is your take as a as an instructor, a firearms instructor, a Second Amendment enthusiast? What do you foresee? First, what do you think is going to happen? Second, what's going to happen under a Trump presidency or a Clinton presidency? Just, you know, what is your take on it, Matt? Well, thanks so much, Skip, for asking. And uh, I've got a talk radio show uh, here down in Springfield, and we talked about that. It's on Saturdays. We talked about that on the show, and I'm fortunate that I've got a retired Alabama state judge Judge Rusty Johnson, he's uh, he's always a regular on my show, and also a local criminal defense attorney who used to be the prosecuting attorney and is very politically astute. He's another contributor to my show, and his name is D. Wampler. And both they and I were discussing what's going to happen if Hillary gets elected. And... It's sad to say, but sometimes bad news is shocking, but it's still the truth, and that's you just got to accept it. And what might happen is, well, number one, for sure, Hillary will get control of the Supreme Court. Yeah. She'll have her nominee, because there's already a vacancy there, so she'll have that nominee, and that's all it takes is that one vote. And they could revisit the... Keller decision out of D.C. and the McDonald decision out of Chicago. Yep. And according to those two decisions, it said the citizens 
according to the Second Amendment, the second clause thereof allows you to have to own and bear, that means carry, a firearm. Mm-hmm. All she's got to do is have them reinterpret that and say that the second clause that says the right of the people to own and bear shall not be infringed, that is really dependent. It's not independent. It's dependent on the first clause, which says a well-regulated militia to preserve the safety of the, of the state. So all they got to do is have somebody come back and say, well, the real interpretation, according to the new Supreme Court, is that only malicious are allowed to own and bear, and that's while they're on duty. And they will interpret a militia to be the National Guard. Right. Now, the National Guard did not come into existence till 1906. And it wasn't until 1914 that they made it under the control of the American Army. So right now, our National Guard is not a state guard or a militia. It is part of the American military and is controlled by the federal government. So that's all Hillary would have to, she would not do anything, just make that appointment. And then every state, all of your concealed carry permits would be void from that point on. Wow. Automatically void. And the states could have, could do nothing but secede. And they won't do that because they get most of their budget from the federal government. And the federal government would take away that money if they seceded. So you you don't think they would would secede even in something that extreme? I mean, that's a game changer, though. That's that's huge. I I agree. I wish they would, but here's the problem. For example, I've got, in the state of Missouri, Missouri gets balances its statewide budget. It balances its statewide budget with 50% of that total amount coming from the federal government. So imagine you were a legislator, and you said, hey, all these social programs that are going on, all the state retirement programs, all that that's going on, if we secede, all of that goes away. So all those people dependent upon those checks... When it comes to election time, they're not going to vote for me. Yeah. Yeah. So what, so well, you know, liken that to uh, your home budget. If all of a sudden half of your paycheck was just gone, how how would you how would you make ends meet? So that's right. That's right. Well, it, it is, and and as the Bible says, the borrower is a slave to the lender. Yeah. And they, they really are to a point where what in their mind they'd say, well, there's nothing we can do. They'd go to the people and say, hey, look, we don't like it, but there's nothing we can do. It's what the Supreme Court says. Yeah. And well, what know, they do um, that, um, the, uh, you know, that's the Second Amendment aspect of it. Obviously, geez, could there actually be uh, and an armed insurrection if they were to take away 
you know, guns from uh, American citizens. Um, I, I don't know the answer to that, and we probably wouldn't know until it happened. And, boy, I, you know, I don't even want to go there, but that's certainly that's a topic for, uh, for a whole show, I think. But, uh, Matt, right now we're, we're out of time in this segment, but uh, when we come back on the Home Defense Show with Matt Tenovi, we are going to be talking about um, a lot of tactical things like uh, how to harden your home against crime and things like that. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. My name is Felix Correa. Welcome to the Home Defense Show with my dad, Skip Correa. We'll be right back. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare, but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose, and with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Okay, folks, welcome back to uh, the Home Defense Show with Skip Corbiel. We are speaking with Matt Kenobi from Matt Kenobi and Associates down in Missouri. Um, we're, we're done talking about the election for right now, so let's talk about the guts of the program, home defense. And Matt Kenobi, you are an expert on home defense. Uh, you've written a book called Real Secrets of Home and Personal Defense, Matt, uh, welcome back. Um, let's talk now about, oh, in your book, you you talk about different rings of protection around your home. Let's start with that see where it leads us. Okay, Skip, what you're referring to are what are known as concentric rings of security. Now, for the, what, what that does, once you understand that and how they work, It'll help you better focus your resources. Now, what does that mean? Your time, your equipment on hand, and your money. And that's what's important. A lot of people end up asking me, Matt, I know there's a problem. How do I go ahead and address the problem? Where do I start? And when you use concentric rings of security, it gives you a starting point. 
you pick the area that that is the the highest threat that you want to protect the most, and then which is the second, which is the third, and then you look at, well, what kind of resources do I have to put forth towards that first ring of security, that second ring, and that third ring. Now, an example of that is the President of the United States, they have multiple rings of security. They have F-16s flying around wherever he goes. They have helicopters flying around. They also have snipers up on the roof. They have uniformed policemen blocking off certain roads, also making sure big trucks don't come down certain roads because they're worried they're full of explosives. Then they have secret service around the perimeter doors and exits of all of the building where he's inside. Then they have others guarding the doors to the auditorium. Then they've got the detail around him. So you could have multiple rings of security. Now, the president, he's using our taxpayer dollars, so he really doesn't care about how much it costs. And as far as the, material, the equipment he's already got on hand, he's got the military and the Secret Service, so he's got it all. It's just how they focus it and use it to best achieve the goal of protecting him. Well, consented rings of security for the average guy and gal, you can use them as well. For example... I use just three rings because it's easier for the average guy and gal to grab a hold of and utilize. Now, they work backwards. Concentric ring number three would be your yard. So what do you do to secure your yard? Fence around it, lock the fences, lock the gates. Do I, do I get a wooden fence? Do I get a chain link fence? What are the positives? What are negatives? It would also cover lighting out in the yard. Motion, motion-sensitive lights. It would also cover cutting shrubs and trees down so bad guys can't hide behind them. Those are just some examples. Then concentric ring number two is the actual perimeter of your building, your home, the doors, the windows. What are you doing to make sure they're secure? Do you have an alarm system attached to it? There are ways to go with really low-cost alarm systems like or a dog, and I'm not talking about an attack dog, just that little chihuahua thing that yaps and barks every time it smells or hears something, and that's before they even touch the windows or the doors to to activate some sort of motion-sensitive alarm. And then you got the final ring of security, which is inside your home, you and your family. And we focus on developing a safe room, and everything that we've, that I've just talked about here is what I've used in my own home, how I've set up our security concerns here at our home using concentric rings of security, so I walk it like I talk it. What um, I noticed in your book, you talked about um, security film on windows. Uh, how does that work? i tell you what, there's a great product out there, and I don't sell the product, so I, I don't have a dog in a fight like I'm trying to tell somebody to do something to make money. And this is, if you can imagine, just imagine this. If you had a thick piece of scotch tape that was big enough for you to put over your entire window, that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. And now the, 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 what it does is it turns your window into almost safety glass, almost laminated glass like your windshield. Okay. It is incredibly hard to break in. 
Uh, you can kick it, stomp it, beat it with baseball bats. It takes a lot. Now, what that does is it gives the homeowner inside, it gives them the time once they hear somebody trying to break in, it gives you the time to go to your personal defense option or retreat to your safe room or both. Mm-hmm. Now, would you put that film on the inside or the outside of the window? What would be better? Now, they recommend on the outside, but if you can afford it and it's not that expensive, what's the downside of putting it on the inside and the outside? Yeah, yeah, there you go. It takes about as long to get through. Yeah, now, in effect, you turn, you turn it into almost laminated glass. I mean, it'll be incredible. Now, when you get this stuff, you can go online, just do a search for it, and you can find a product. It can be installed by the average John Q. It's not that complicated. The only thing you have to remember is you have to take the window out of the window pane. Oh, okay. Right. And you have to because otherwise the area that doesn't have it is what's break is what breaks out. I see. So that that could get tough if you're talking about you know a double pane uh, window with the argon gas inside. Uh, that's right. To... That's right. Okay. That's right. that's right. Now, now with that, you've got the double pane, mm-hmm. and and that's that's your built-in security there because anybody break they got to break that, then they got to break the up, and that makes enough noise again, gives you the alarm so you can go ahead and get to your personal defense option or get to the safe room. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, I notice on older homes they'll they'll have the the single the single pane. Uh, glass. Well, this would be real helpful for that. Oh, very much, very much. So what do you think about, you know, I'll hear them advertised on on the radio all the time, these wireless um, alarm systems for home. They're supposed to be real inexpensive, easy to install. Uh, What what, what, what do you think about those? i tell you what, I I like them. I've got a system right now I've been using for years. I like it because it's it doesn't take you don't have to install anything. They have separate units that you plug into the outlets, and they're called satellites. And you plug them in, and you and and you focus them where you want the beam to focus on. And then you've got a, a home unit, a base unit that everything microwave calls into, and they'll transmit up to fifteen hundred feet. So if you've got an outbuilding that's got electric to it, that's all you've got to do is put one of these satellites out there, and if somebody freaks into the middle of the night, you'll know about it. Wow. So how much uh, on average would something like that run? Hundreds or thousands? Oh, gosh, just hundreds. It cost me a couple hundred bucks, probably about 500 bucks to get it started. And the the beauty of it is that... You can get a monthly service fee if that's what you want to get them to monitor. Okay, that's if you want to. You don't have to, for, in my opinion, because if nobody's home and they break in, the alarm goes off. Usually, that's going to scare them away. If it doesn't scare them away, that's what the insurance is for. My wife and my kids are safe. That's that's my big focus. In the middle of the night, if they go off, then they got to deal with me and my personal defense option and my plan to get to the safe room and maximize my defensive and tactical options. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it really is only that startup fee, about 600 bucks. And let's say you decide to move 
Well, you don't have to tear your stuff out. You just unplug it, take it with you. Wow. What is there a brand name on that that we can go online? Yeah, it, yeah. It's uh, it's called Laser Shield. Laser and Shield. And I've used I've used it for years now. Each one of these satellites has got a backup battery that automatically recharges itself. Mm-hmm. So so if you got a power outage, boom, the batteries kick in. The power comes back on, the batteries kick off and start charging again. Yeah. You know, Matt, one of the things that I've noticed uh, in my own concealed carry classes, we'll be talking about hardening your home, and people have this misconception that it just costs thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, to put in an alarm system, and they figure, you know what, if I can't get a really expensive one, then it's not going to work, and it has to be monitored and all that, but... You know, my experience has been you, you got to slow them down. you you got to make them understand that, hey, you break into this house, you know, the alarm just went off, the cops are going to be here, and it kind of ups the uh, ante a little bit. And um, I, I like what you're telling. The name of that was Laser Shield. Yeah, Laser Shield, it's a good little product. And, and look, I've, I've used it for years, and I have not had a problem with it. They, you know, again, it's... It's a great product also on the top of each one of the base units. There's a panic alarm button. So, for example, let's say my kids are in their bedroom and I got it focused on the window. Something happens, all they got to do is press this button and the alarm in the base unit starts screaming, a high-pitched noise, you know, high-pitched siren noise. So that tells me what's going on. Plus, the average bad guy, that's going to scare them away as well. Yeah. Well, they, they don't want to get caught. They don't want to go to prison. So That's it. Just makes, uh, makes a lot of sense. You really need about, what, about 15 seconds, you think, to get to your safe room, get your family safe, and get your firearm and cell phone and, and uh, get ready to give them a proper greeting, you know, as soon as they get in. And, and that's it, exactly. That's it. Now, most of the bad guys, they, they know what's going on. I mean, they're, they're in the bad guy world. They know that if the alarm is going off and there's people at home, they're going to be, they all think they're going for the gun. Let me give you an example of that. And I was able to create this book, Skip, because I have personally worked over a thousand home and business burglaries. I've done it myself in my career. And I have interviewed thousands of criminals. And I still remember the first criminal I interviewed was a burglar. And I asked him, after I got him to confess, of course, I asked him, what was, what, what are you, what are you the most afraid of when you break into a home? And I thought he was going to say a dog, but he said, no, somebody's home. And I said, why is that? They might have a gun. That's exactly what he said. So if you've got an alarm system that's screaming and the bad guy knows, hey, there's somebody home, if they got a gun, they're getting to it now, and I'm going to get shot nine times, 99 times out of 100, they just leave. They just leave. Wow. Well, that's that's good to know because it tells us, gives, you know, the homeowner a better idea on what we have, need to do to prepare uh, for these bad guys when they get in. Um, all right, we're out of time for this segment, but we are uh, we're going to come back here um, for one more segment because I want to pick uh, Matt's brain some more. When we come back, back, Matt, be prepared to talk to us about home defense firearms. I know there's a lot of different options, 
But uh, as soon as we come back, we'll be talking about that. This is the Home Defense Show with Skip Coriel. Don't go anywhere. My name is Cedric Coriel. Welcome to the Home Defense Show with my dad, Skip Coriel. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's AmericasWebRadio.com the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Hey, this is Skip Coriel on the Home Defense Show. We are back with our guest, Matt Kenobi from Matt Kenobi and Associates from Missouri. Matt, we were talking about all things home defense here. Um, let's talk now about firearms. I know you, know you talk about it extensively in your book, Real Secrets of Home and Personal Defense. So why don't you give us uh, what you feel are the viable options and then I can ask some questions, and, and we can just hash this out so people have a better idea what they need to, to choose as far as uh, firearms. Well, Skip, I, thanks so much. And I, I really have to first address something, and that is that there's a difference between TV, movies, and reality. <laughs> yeah. Even, even reality TV is not real reality. Everything is pre-staged and, and orchestrated. Now, the reason I say that is TV makes you think bullets pick people up, throw people down, spit them around, and all that, when in reality, that's, that's not the case at all. Uh, there is bullets don't pick people up. They don't throw them down. I've, my first partner shot a guy point blank four times. The guy just stood there. My second partner shot another guy. Fired six times at him. We had revolvers back then. And he hit him uh, four times out of six, and the guy just stood there. Plus, this was a little bitty skinny guy, he about five foot four, maybe 90 pounds. And he had a gun in his right hand pointing at my partner. And one of the rounds from, the, from my partner's gun actually hit the bicep of the right arm of the bad guy who was holding the gun. And he, he never even dropped the gun. Wow. And my partner, I never forget, I asked him afterwards, I said, man, what'd you think? And he said, I thought I missed him. Because again, blood doesn't come squirting out. It, that's all TV. And he, and he said, I thought I missed the guy. And I figured, oh, this was really going to hurt. 
because that guy's going to pull the trigger. That's really going to hurt. Now, luckily, that's not what happened. But that guy survived. Both of those guys survived the shootings. Hmm. And what were you shooting? A thirty-eight back then, or? Well, what we were shooting is both of them had three fifty-sevens, but they were shooting Winchester silver tip ninety-five grain plus P. Wow, hollow points. Hmm. And the bullets, when they on uh, my second partner shooting, when uh, they. They took the bullets out of the bad guy, and they took them over to the lab to go ahead and match them up with the gun. That's part of the investigation. They told him, they said, look, these bullets performed exactly the way they were designed. As a matter of fact, they were saying after this case is over, you need to send them back to Winchester to show them, hey, these things really do work. So it wasn't that the bullets failed. It's just that there's a difference between TV and reality, and that's that's really it. Now, once you and on my website, mattkenovi.com, I've got a video and it talks about the myth of knockdown power, which is what we're talking about. And if you look at that, I shot a 60-pound bag of cement, and I shot this thing 18 feet away with double-on buck, 12-gauge slug. A 12-gauge double-arm buck, 12-gauge slug, 45 ACP plus P, 38 special plus P, 9-millimeter full-mount jacket. I shot it with a whole bunch of stuff, and nothing ever knocked this bag over. And that was just 60 pounds. And every round stopped in the bag of cement, so all the energy was absorbed. Now, the reason I beat that up is once you get the difference between reality and TV out of your mind, now it opens up your world for what do I need for personal defense. You need to get a gun that's reliable and allows you to get multiple accurate hits very quickly. Because if somebody breaks in your home, they're going to be very close. Now, I don't know about your house, Skip, but I would figure in my house, I think the biggest room I got is maybe 25 feet by like 15 feet, something like that. Mm-hmm. So if somebody breaks in, think about it. They're, they're going to be about 18 feet away from the barrel of the gun. So that, at that distance, it's going to be really fast, yeah. and you're going to be really scared. So you need to be able to get multiple accurate hits on that bad guy. And whenever possible, try and get a headshot, which is going to be hard to do, but in a low-light shooting situation, then we move into not only weapons but training. And you need to train for a low-light shooting technique. That's 40 to 50% of all police shootings over the last 30 years occurred during dark time hours or low-light conditions. And because of that, you need to to be trained in a low-light shooting technique, how you stop a bad guy from standing up or walking towards you. But the bottom line is get a gun. Uh, Get a gun that you can maneuver that's lightweight, that you feel comfortable with, that you're willing to train with, spend the time to learn how to use it, and that also has limited penetration. You want to be careful about rounds going through the wall and hitting your little boy and little girl in the other room or going through your exterior wall and going through your neighbor's exterior wall and hitting his little boy or little girl. And so you, you really got to be careful about ammunition selection too, which is, we cover all that in the book. Uh, it's, 
it's pretty much in detail, but it's written for the average guy and gal. It's definitely, you know me, Skip, if I wrote it, it's definitely not war and peace or, or something really hard for people to follow and understand. You know, I guess in, in my view, I'm thinking handguns um, are, are lighter than, than some of the long guns, uh, whether a shotgun or AR-15 type. Well, what's, yeah. what's your take on uh, long guns for home defense? I tell you what, you can use uh, some long guns. Here, here's what you need to think about. One is the bigger the gun, usually the heavier it is. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you got a gal and she's not really that strong, okay, now she's got to carry the big gun. Plus, if it's got a big recoil, okay, it's kind of hard to handle for multiple accurate hits on target. Then you also, if you've got the fact that if it's big and heavy and it kicks really hard, it's hard to get them to practice with it because it's no fun to shoot. So you got three negatives there. Now, but you can get some smaller guns and that, that work. Handguns, I like the handgun because it's always, you've got one hand for, you got two hands you can use to, for the right grip to control the gun. But then you can also go to a close quarter combat technique as we teach and I'm sure you do, where you can go one handed so if you're injured in one arm, you can still fire the gun, whereas with a long gun, it's kind of difficult to do that. Also, it gives you the option of it's smaller, it's easier to maneuver inside your home, it's lightweight. You can get a gun that doesn't, a handgun that doesn't kick much, so your wife will be more apt to want to practice with it. Now, some of the, uh, and to give you another idea, inside your home, and we cover all this in the book, the average hallway is 42 inches why? Well, if you've got a, a gun that's, let's say you got a barrel that's a 26-inch barrel and you got the stock on the end of it, and you're going to find that it's more than 42 inches. So if you're in the hallway and you got to turn around, it's going to be really difficult under stress to figure out what you got to do. Also, the average door frame is only 32 inches wide. So if you get caught going through a doorway, now it's going to be really difficult. Now, some of the ARs, you can collapse the stock. So you've got a you've got a thick 18-inch uh, barrel. You've got a collapsible stock, and you can get those down to about 26 inches from front to back. That's a little more maneuverable inside the house. Also, they make now the nine-millimeter AR platform. Oh yeah, very reliable and for in-home use, high magazine capacity. If you've got a nine-millimeter handgun. You're only buying one ammo, and you don't have to worry so much about that over-penetration. And we've done some tests with 5.56. I know a lot of people say it's got limited penetration, but in reality, it will penetrate a lot. I I set it down. I had full metal jacket. And everything we do, I do the research to back it up, as you do, so that if, if you're ever drug into court, you've got the backing to, to go ahead and support what you said, plus... You're telling people reality and not, not fiction stuff because you want to protect them and do what's right by them. I couldn't live with myself, nor I'm sure you couldn't either if you were telling somebody something you knew was wrong and they were going to end up getting hurt. So we got facts to back it up. And what I did is I took an AR and I fired it with just a Colt, you know, AR-15. I mean, as close to an M4 as you can get. And I had full metal jacket, a flex tip round, a lead tip, and a hollow point. And I fired them out of the same gun, same distance, same day, all that stuff. 
and I fired it through a eighth-inch piece of treated leather and into three Springfield, Missouri phone book. Now, the full metal jacket round went through everything and then dug a hole into the ground underneath it longer than my index finger, so another four inches, and I couldn't feel the bottom of the hole. Hmm. So that's the kind of penetration that, that 5.56 had. Now, the other bullet designs, they were all stopped by the phone books at different at different levels. But my point is some people think that the small bullet and the light weight on that 5.56 or 2.23 has limited penetration. Nah, it really doesn't. I mean, it, the, it has the nine millimeter The 9-millimeter carbine... You'll you'll still get you'll get extra velocity because you got a longer barrel, but uh, you're you're not going to get the over penetration that you might have within with a two twenty three or a five point five six set. There it is, my friend. Exactly. Plus, it, not that the five point five six has got a lot of kick, but this has got even less. Yeah, that's true. And if it's great options. Yeah, yeah. And if it's and if it's all if you've got a nine millimeter handgun, you only buy one ammo. And nine millimeters a lot cheaper than five point five six or two two three. Plus, if, if things get tough, a few months ago or a year ago, ammo was hard to get, but it seemed like nine millimeter was always readily available. Yeah, yeah, Matt. We are out of time now. Unfortunately, you're you're just uh, filling us all with great knowledge here, proving our skill set. Uh, Matt, before we uh, sign off here, uh, tell us. Um, where we can go to find out all about Matt Kenobi Associates and, um, you know, your radio show and all that good stuff. Just take about 15 seconds to go, and go ahead and do that for us, Matt. Fantastic. They can always go to our website, mattkenovi.com, M-A-T-T-C-A-N-O-V-I.com. They'll have links to our radio show website. You can also tune in to KSGF 104.1 FM, 1260 AM. Springfield, Missouri. You can go to their website, ksgf.com, live stream. Our show is on 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. We've got an 800 number, so any of your listeners can call in if they've got any other questions, and we'd love to hear from them. Skip, thanks so much, and I'm inviting you down. Come on down to my 40-acre training facility. We'll, we'll go ahead and do some shooting. Hey, we'll have to do it. Matt, thank you very much. You've been fantastic. want to have you a regular uh, on the show, so thank you very much. Uh, this is uh, Skip Graff from the Home Defense Show. We're, we're signing off for this segment. When we come back, uh, we're going to have more great stuff teaching you how to protect your home and your family. My name is Steve Coriel. Welcome to the Home Defense Show with my dad, Skip Coriel. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. <laughs> 